0: what is up everyone welcome to the fight like hell podcast coming to you live not technically live but episode 79 and this is the start of a new year and it's already starting fucked up austin has this episode <laughs> labeled as as bde for the big big dick energy tour
1: yeah, which, that's um... as we're going into the year with rob <laughs>
0: BDE bringing a lot of BDE. Um, I don't feel BDE right now because I'm literally doing the podcast from my cell phone with no AirPods, no proper mic like this is fake at this point, and no headphones. So, this is going to be really interesting. Austin's actually going to be hosting more than he probably wants to. Speaking of that, oh, and I doing forgot to all. tell you today is Friday, January 6th. And it's a Friday on the year 2023. It's the first episode. Austin, you're to my
1: left. And hey, who do we have below us? <laughs> yeah, we have we have Jimmy below us. Right, Jimmy?
2: That is correct. The one okay. and the only.
1: How's it going, man?
2: Uh, happy uh, Insurrection Day. Can I say that? Am I allowed to say that? Oh, you can say yeah. whatever
1: you want, man. Okay, yeah, we, we stormed the Capitol, no, so... There's no filters. There's no, nothing. You can say whatever you want.
2: All right, well, let's take a moment of silence, can we? For All right, I'm done. We're all good. I'm back. <laughs> so, so.
1: so, yeah, no, man. We ha- Yeah, we have um, Jimmy below us, um, Bravo Alpha Mike Foxtrot, um, someone who's been a part of our um, challenges we've done on Instagram. Um, Why don't you let loud? him
0: introduce himself?
1: No, not loud. <laughs>
2: Oh my age. says. I, tell us my, a little
0: bit about yourself.
2: All right, uh, I'm a, I'm a loser. I'm a gun fanatic. I like animals. Uh, I drink lots of coffee. Uh, I don't like to run because it's against my religion. Uh, you know, just just the basic stuff. Being you know, a being a wonderful productive citizen of our country. Um, no, I'm pretty much. Uh, I used to be a, you know, a high school teacher, high school coach back in the day. Uh, now, I work for the, uh, the Navy as a fitness director, and I run their uh, physical readiness programs. I assist with it out here at uh, the Naval Air Station here for Texas, and uh, it's where my dad retired. My dad's retired from uh, the Air Force after doing about 20 years. Uh, he served uh, in Vietnam. He was a Pedro, so he did the uh, rescue, combat rescue helicopters in uh, Vietnam, and uh, pretty much, uh, you know, that's... That's really it about me. I mean, I like to go to the gun range, shoot my guns, and, you know, I like to work, work out, out a lot. Yeah, you know, that's, that's pretty much it, you know. Try to stay out of trouble, you know. Follow you guys, you know, which I've enjoyed. You know, I'm not going to not gonna lie about that. But, you know, I appreciate you guys having me on here. And, uh, you know, if anybody wants to, you know, get autographs, I'll do one or two for free after that. You know, i got to start <laughs> charging, you know, but... Inflation's a motherfucker. Can
1: they right pay now, can so. they pay you in pesos? Uh I
2: mean you you're
1: know, in Texas, isn't that what isn't that where all the pesos are?
2: Yeah, but I prefer bit I prefer Bitcoin. You know. Oh, okay. you know Full Bitcoin. The, yeah, the, the <laughs> one the, the whole doggo, Bitcoin. Jeez. Yeah, the the doggo money, the doggy money, whatever. Dog,
1: Dogecoin. Dogecoin.
2: Yeah. yeah, there you go. You know. I'll, I'll take those as well because those will be useful useful someday that's like
1: a sixteenth of the price of a bitcoin <laughs> well bitcoin
0: bitcoin's <laughs> almost at uh seventeen thousand right now it's at sixteen thousand nine hundred and
1: forty two so. yeah 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 and, and dogecoin is only seventy three cents. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I would take
1: Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're getting a better deal. You're losing a lot of money if you go to Dogecoin.
2: Hey, hey, man, beggars can't be choosers, right? <laughs> so I got to start somewhere. Come on.
1: Yeah. No, but
0: it, it's kind of funny. Um, the reason why we actually had you on was because I think it was something. Oh, it was on our, our questions at the answer like ask us Hmm. or tell us anything at the end of the year you're like Mm -hmm. why haven't you had me on the podcast and i was like that's that's a good fucking point why haven't why not
2: (laughs) yeah i i I made that joke to my girlfriend i was like hey i'm gonna be on a fucking podcast she's like why it's like well they posted this question i was like i was just being a smart ass i was like (laughs) who do we have to have on the podcast who do you want up there this year i was like well I go, that's easy It should be me. And the reason is is just because. And she goes, Well, that's what you get for being a fucking smart ass. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I yeah, that's... Hey, you
1: say something <laughs> you know. and you fucking make it happen.
2: I know. So, you know, here here I am. I'm locked in my room. I got on patrol live going right here. I'm talking to you badass son of bitches. So hey, happy Friday night to everybody. Happy yeah. Friday night.
1: Yeah, Friday night party. Do you yep. drink, Jimmy?
2: uh drink some coffee got my coffee over here which you see me sipping every but, but other, than, other,
1: than, other than coffee do you drink uh,
2: occasionally i actually have a full bottle of patron sitting on, up here on my of my course tequila. Uh, yeah of
1: course it's tequila
2: yeah so <laughs> other than that it's 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 sporadic at times to be honest with you
1: yeah yeah okay. do you
2: drink any any dark liquids
0: or or is it only uh tequila for you
2: uh dark liquid like coffee yeah i drink coffee quite a bit no no know, we're talking on the language <laughs> i know <laughs> yeah i know um, um yeah i do occasionally that's uh i usually save that for you know when it when it's going to be a more mellow time where i'm not going to be around a lot of people just because people are fucking annoying and <laughs> when you start drinking around a lot of people somebody's going to be a dumbass and say something they're not supposed to and then you know, you're supposed to be polite and not react, and that's never going to fucking happen. We know that. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm um, just your typical nice guy.
0: Okay. Well, I'm going to get into our. Dude, I feel like I forgot how to podcast. Right? I'm going to get did, into yeah. our, our promotions. Uh, our first official sponsor the Fight Like Hell podcast is Invicta Coffee. Speaking of coffee. Yes. They're a great coffee company out of sunny Arizona. Our friend Spencer down in like the Phoenix area owns Victa coffee. Uh, if you would like to try some of their amazing coffee and our favorite coffee from them is definitely the bourbon pecan. Uh,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Head on over to his website and use the promo code fight like hell all one word fight like hell and they'll save you a little bit off on some amazing coffee. Our next official sponsor is PatriotCookies.co. They are a veteran-owned company out of sunny Florida, which by the way, sunny Florida is not true. It rains there quite a bit. I lived there for a couple of days. Um that's owned by Johnny B. Tackfit. or Johnny B. Tech Tack- Did I say it right? I feel like I'm fucking yes, it up.
1: Yes, Johnny, Johnny Ta- Johnny B. Tackfit. Yeah and
0: he's he's our local uh, cookie dealer if you want to get some amazing cookies cuz they're always whipping up like all different types of new cookies head on over to his site and use the promo code fight like hell all one word again fight like hell all one word and you can save 15% on some amazing cookies yeah and those are our two
1: sponsors good job, of the good job Rob. Gotcha. and then let's get and then let's get into weekend adventures. Uh, well, last weekend we already covered because we did a podcast on Sunday.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I guess so, it's.
1: So I guess, was, like,
0: Jimmy, Jimmy, what are what have you done either last weekend or what are you getting into this weekend or both?
2: Well, not going to lie. I'm probably we got a local farmer's market I got to hit up this weekend. Um, Got some fresh food. I mean, especially eggs. I gotta get some damn eggs. Um, you know, probably hit up hit, hit that up and then uh, gotta get a little more uh time on the range, that's for sure. So, you know, this week's gonna be simple because it was actually our first full week back to work after you know the holidays and stuff. Um yeah. after taking some time off for myself. So How'd your um, holidays go? Oh man, it's simple, slow and wonderful, like it should go. You know, spend yeah, nice, with...
1: nice, nice and cold down there for
2: that. Oh, yeah, that's what you get called cold. I mean, but uh, yeah, you know, just not much. Just kind of keep things simple till you know we, you know, get a little bit more comfortable with the weather around here, and and then I'll probably do more. I mean, one of the things that'll tend to kick in is you know going off for some rucks a little bit more on the weekends, like I usually do when it starts warming up.
1: Yeah, know. when the weather gets better.
2: Oh, yeah, most definitely. But other than that, not too much. I'm a very, like I said, very, very simple person. Try not to make life difficult.
1: I mean, hey, sometimes that's the best way to do it. I mean, less is more, you know.
2: Oh, shit, yeah, it is 100%. But, yeah, that's that's, that's primarily me, me in a nutshell, on a weekend. Especially the last two weekends, they've done shit, I'm not going to lie
1: yeah hey i mean that, that's you know after the holidays you try hard to get back into the um you know season um yeah. rob's back um so let's talk about your week rob i mean what'd you do yesterday
0: snowboarded
1: and played hockey and... we won't talk about the rest of it but what'd you do yesterday
0: <laughs> yeah yeah there's a lot of shit that actually happened the other day all I got to say is no good deed goes unpunished. Fucking hell. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, I snowboarded yesterday and played two hours of hockey, had a practice and a scrimmage. My first time on the ice since like the nice third year. week. I had like three weeks off. So it was good to be back on the ice. Um I was just bitching to Austin when I was on a walk with Allie that my legs are so fucking sore right now. And yeah, that's pretty much what I did.
1: Yeah. I mean, I did do shit. No, I did absolutely nothing. Yeah. That's, that's a <laughs> typical weekend for you. Usually, you nope. Know, I'd put up with your bullshit.
0: Yeah. So, okay. I guess we covered snowboarding and hockey. Um, <clears throat> You didn't do anything. Nope. Still feel so discombobulated this way. Like, everything <laughs> feels
1: off. We'll, we'll fix it before the next episode.
2: Well, yeah, I just got to say, it's it, nothing's off. Uh, you guys are just, I'd always say, it's my presence. You're in so uh, much yeah, fucking awe right now. Just I'm so starstruck by yourself.
1: you, Jimmy, is what it is. Yeah,
2: it, I don't blame you. I mean, I'm that way. I get up in the fucking morning, I go take a shit, and I look in the mirror, and I go, that is a beautiful man. I mean, you just piss excellence. No. Piss excellence. It's okay. Oh, I do, I do. I mean, my mom, you know, she brought the most awesomest motherfucker into this earth, and you guys are looking at him, you know. I knew so, it. you're welcome. That's all I got to say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so well, what's speaking of you? Let's get into your backstory, and I, I need from the moment you were born until today, this
2: minute. <laughs> well. Uh, you know, there's a ten year gap when I was in prison, so you know I can't get in too much detail. No, seriously, did not go to prison. Don't anybody start calling people doing a bad. <laughs> like, you know, somebody's gonna well, do that. I oh, to have to mute mean. this for a second. I
1: need, I need your social security number real fast. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, you're not getting anything from me. So, but anyway, <clears throat> yeah, but
1: okay. So, so yeah, let's get into your backstory. What, okay. um. What got you, what got you, you said you were a high school teacher. Um, yeah. Why, why, what started you down that route? What made you become a high school teacher?
2: You know, I was, I, I really wanted to go into, at the time I was getting into college and getting into things, I wanted to do strength and conditioning, you know, I wanted to be a strength and conditioning coach. Um, you know, at that time, there wasn't a lot of resources out, out there to be a strength coach and so it ended up leading towards coaching football you know and being in texas i mean you're in god's country for football so you know that's easy you know that was that was an easy foot in the door there uh you know i just i did that for a while and it just you know it it got to the point where it's like you know i want to try something a little different so after about you know 14 15 years at the high school level i did you know about a year, maybe a little less semester or so at, at a university interning uh, as a strength and conditioning coach. And I'm not gonna lie, I mean, it just, I was burnt out, I was completely gassed. Um, just didn't have anything to light the fire. And uh, I was like, you know, I, was, I wanna do something in fitness. Just couldn't figure out what it was. So I just said, okay, here's my plan. I'm gonna work on some certs, you know, maybe go out to school, give myself a year and a job. And go from there, and then ended up um, my my parents who frequent the gym out at the base, you know, uh, somebody's like, yeah, we need a trainer out here. So I was like, well, shit, I'll apply. It's decent money. It's on base. I grew up there, did a lot of stuff there. So I applied, got the job, and went from just being, you know, in the Navy pay grade at NF1, which is bottom of the barrel. Um, and then within like less than a year, <clears throat> I moved up to a sports coordinator, which is kind of like an athletic director. So I ran nice. all the intramural sports for everybody out there. You know, I love that because I got a sports background. And then stayed in that position about, you now maybe about three years. And then uh, went into apply for our fitness coordinator, uh, which is in charge of the facility and programs. And I went and did that. Uh, and then this just past year, I applied for our fitness director position which was vacant and i've got that position so i've been in that position for about a year now and and you know it, I'm, I'm not gonna lie it's, it's some people we've had a lot of people you know transition out of these jobs because you know mm-hmm. everybody wants the quick money gotta have mm-hmm. the money gotta have the money. and and yeah well i mean we don't get paid a shit ton of money we do a lot um but you know growing up overseas when my dad was in the military mwr who i work for it was our department mm-hmm. Um, That's a huge entity in in overseas lives for, you know, Mm -hmm. the the dependents, the spouses, the single sailors, you know, the single, et cetera. And I was like, you know, shit, I'm like, I kind of grew up with this when I was in elementary school, when I was in middle school. Where'd you you grow up? Oh, dude, I grew up everywhere. Um, Yeah, because you are a Navy
1: Well, Air Force. I was
2: Air Force. Uh, Oh, Air Force. Yeah, You work for the Navy now. Yeah. Yeah, my dad was part of the the Chair Force. So, you know, but um, so what ended up happening, I was born in uh, Tachikawa Air Force Base, Japan. Uh, My mom's Japanese, but uh, that base is no longer there. It's actually a a huge city park now. Um, But I was born in Tachikawa Air Force Base. Uh, We went from there. Uh, lived in Plattsburgh, New York for a few <laughs> years. We lived in uh, uh, Kaiserslautern Air Force Base for a few years in Germany. Uh, we lived at uh, Loring Air Force Base in Maine, which is now a municipal airport uh, up in uh, Maine. <clears throat> and uh, went from there. We went to uh, Susterberg Air Base in Holland, which, <laughs> lo and behold, that is now a wildlife sanctuary and a wildlife park. Oh, geez. Uh, Yeah in the city of Zeist Um, and then I pretty much from high school on to now we've been here for Texas so you know it's 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 that opportunity right now that you know I like the job because you know one I'm I'm still working in the fitness realm but we also put on and we sponsor activities for you know the sailors the because we're a joint base so we have we have marine units there we have army we have air force we've got everybody uh, up here so, you know, it's an opportunity to, you know, kind of show them, you know, what, what, what we're all about. And, and a lot of people, they still don't understand unless you go overseas, but it's fun. You know, I, I really dig that part of the job because, you know, it, ugh, Shit, I'm 49 and you can say, oh, it brings back memories. And it kind of does because a lot of this mm-hmm. shit, you know, if I didn't have overseas, I don't think being overseas would have been as fun as it was if I didn't have a lot of shit. Right. That, uh, and, it, when, and, right. and it's
1: different from a someone growing up there compared to like being stationed there as a, you know, army or, you know, as a service member compared to a dependent, like it's yeah. way different scenarios. Cause yeah. you actually get a, like more, you get a more enjoy where you're stationed mm-hmm. than it's just a place of work.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I, I really dig the job. I enjoy it. It's you know, it, it, it's it's fun. Uh, you know, it has has a lot of rewards. Has a lot of benefits to it. Um, you know, like I said. And do you get
1: to yell at soldiers all day?
2: Uh, you know, it, it, seamen. It, seamen. Get the yell. I get to yell. At semen. Get yeah, to yell you at get, the semen. You
1: get, you get to go play with <laughs> seamen
0: all
2: day. All day long, brother. All day long. Uh, you know, and and that's that's where you know the fun because like part of our job is. Um, I'm a command fitness leader, so we're facilitators for the active duty uh, sailors mm-hmm. so we train them on you know the regs to go through BCAs, the PRT, their PFAs and stuff like that and you know it kind of lets you, me you tell
1: them how to be true seamen
2: exactly. <laughs> Hey, hey the more, the healthier the semen the better you know it's like i tell them but you know that that's this where, how you
1: be a good white semen
2: exactly hey you know the stronger you are the better stains you leave i don't know you know but uh you know it, it's fun it, it it really is fun i mean getting to work with them and you know getting to you know just kind of shoot the shit on a daily basis because you know i i get to see the other end where they're you know, not having to deal with you know coming in and saluting me or me saluting mm. them, and yeah. you know, because it, you're a civilian,
1: we, you're not yeah, a, you know,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. But we get we get to have some fun with it, yeah. So that's 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 definitely the luxury of luxury of the job is, you know, I'm not one of those civilians where you know I'm trying to go out there and, and prove myself to everybody and then I'm know, better I'm than never, you
1: because I'm a civilian. <laughs> yeah,
2: and I don't have time for that shit either. You are gonna let me help you? or you're not you know it's 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 sad but you know that's that's the nature of the beast man
1: what and i'm sure like especially in like fitness especially for them like they're either they want to get in shape and want your help or they just don't give a fuck
2: yeah that's that's and 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 no lie that's that's been the most difficult part of the job is that but one of the things with being in my position, it's, you know, being a CFL facilitator where I'm training these guys um, is, you know, they kind of know that, you know, with fitness, my staff and myself, we're, we're kind of passionate about it. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, don't come here to find an easy way out. If you're here to just, you know, find an easy way out and, you know, how do I buck the rules? How do I go bend I'm this am here up?
1: just to the bare minimum to pass yeah. PT.
2: Exactly. And, you know, if you're going to bear minimum time with me, then I, I tell them straight up, like, you're, you're coming to the wrong person. You're, you're coming to the wrong motherfucker.
0: So out of all the places you were stationed, um, what, um, what was your favorite place?
2: Oh man, the one I can remember the most is going to be the last place when we were in, uh, we were in Holland, <clears throat> um, i reason I'm, that one sticks out to me the most is because when we got there, they had no base housing for us. So okay. we, we lived off base, about a 45-minute car ride from the base. And first day we moved in, I remember all the neighborhood kids were, like, out in our front yard saying, like, who the hell are these people? None of them spoke English. They spoke Dutch. Yeah. So for, like, the first week, we were, like, freaking Neanderthals. It's like – you know, uh, I go eat, you know, shit like that. That's how we communicated. (laughs) And then uh, luckily for me, it was over the summer. And (laughs) the funny thing was, is that when we lived over there for four years, I actually became fluent in Dutch. And (laughs) going to school or DOD schools, uh, my parents would get pissed because my report card would come back and I would have like a C or a D in English and I would have an A in Dutch class. <laughs> yeah. but, I mean,
1: but that's because you're. it's easier to learn a language when you're surrounded by the language and the culture.
2: Oh, yeah. Totally. Totally. And, and you know, that's, that's like I still have, uh, you know, guys that I talk to uh, on a daily basis that still live over there. You know, mm-hmm. because it, it pretty much is that's what I grew up with. I didn't grow up with the you know, the other American kids, I, I grew mm-hmm. up with the Dutch kids, you know, we, we right. ran around and, you know, played soccer, you know, which I, I admit I played soccer. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's a sin. because It's a communist sport, but anyway, you know, <laughs> I, 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 I played the you soccer. You watched the thing. World Cup. Uh, you're breaking up there. I can't hear you. <laughs> so <clears throat> now it's like, I joked with my friend who, who lives in Holland. I was like, you know, he, he messaged me on Facebook. He's like, you're going to watch soccer? I was like, no, I watch real football. And <laughs> he's like, no. And he didn't get the joke. It took him like the fifth time. I was like, dude, I'm not watching any fucking soccer. I'm going to watch football. You know, so he's like, I right, gotcha. I'm, I'm going to watch the
1: Super Bowl and not the World Cup.
2: Yeah, you know, and and, and that's the thing. But, you know, it, that, that was, like I said, that's probably the most memorable. guy. I, I remember that the most because I'm still in contact with a lot of those guys you know, that I grew up with, that I hung out with, you know, so th- th- that's fun. It's definitely fun.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I was stationed in Germany for a while, and two things I wanted to touch on were MWR programs, um, especially when I was overseas or, you know, deployed. They're, they're definitely morale boosters for Mm -hmm. even even the active duty like it's it's so much nicer to like be able to go to a gym for free and be Mm -hmm. able to work out and i think it's cool that you get to basically work at a place that you can work out and you can be around active duty people and Mm -hmm. you know the people that are in there they're either half-assing it or actually want to be in there because they're trying to up their pt score or they're just trying to stay fit because they're in the military um and with that like i would also expand part of the reason why we all met was because you excuse me enjoy doing fitness and you were interested in one of our 22 challenges i'm pretty sure
2: right yep yep that's exactly how how it all started right there yeah yep
0: and how do you why don't you explain to our listeners? Uh, by the way, our like in our top five listeners, we have people listening to us this episode right now in New Zealand, uh, Australia. Australia. What was in the other top five that were really weird? Canada, the U.S., and, and the U.K. I think and the U.K. Yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell sure. the people down under about your style of doing the twenty-two challenge.
2: Well, yeah, so I'm, I I, guess I have the, this kind of obsession where I don't want to do things normally, <laughs> and it's also where I know I'm going to pay for it down the line, but it's like I don't care because it's fun. Um, mm-hmm. So it it actually all started off with, you know, with the play carrier with my vest um yeah i i got got the play carrier just to do workouts and then you know I, I see everybody just like oh we're gonna do uh crossfit we're gonna do burpees till we puke and i'm like well my fat ass ain't doing that <laughs> um I'm burpees are the me- worst thing invented oh yeah with running so you know i would do like five burpees I'm like yeah that's awesome you know but then i just started doing things with my play carrier i would go run i started running like you know, I just run a mile and then it's just, I hate running, but you know, I, I don't time myself. I just do it. And, you know, I would just strap on the play carrier, go run a mile and say, Oh, that's awful. And then two days later, it's like, I'm doing this shit again. And I would just do it again. Uh, then it started off to where it run a mile. Then I'd go end up walking two miles and it just led up to that. Um, and that went on for, you know, for a long time. So the first challenge I did with you guys was just simply the play carrier, um, my headphones and like, Hey, let's go, let's go for a walk. Let's go for a ruck. And that's what I started doing. Uh, and then, um, you know, I had, I had, uh, some surgery done, you know, a year and a half ago and that kind of put me behind the eight ball for a while. And so I was like, well, I don't feel like running anymore. I don't want to run. So I just put extra weight in the play carrier and I started dragging my sled. And, you know, you're like, you guys are like, oh, 22 pounds for 22 miles. And I was like, well, you know, 22 miles to 22 pounds. Okay, fine. How about we put 95 pounds on a sled and 22 pounds on the vest? You know, how you like them apples? So it was just, I huh. would just walk, I would walk a loop around the base and, you know, that loop would start off and maybe be, you know, a quarter of a mile. And then one day I was like, you know what? I want to see how far I go before the legs give out, and the farthest I went with all that was like two miles around the base, um, <laughs> you know. And people look at it like something wrong with you. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I was dropped <laughs> on my head as a child. Like I don't know, probably.
1: you know. And I was born and yeah, of course I'm. Yeah, what,
2: what do you expect? It's work <laughs> ethic, you know. Come on, uh, you know. But it, it was uh, it, it was just a different way of doing things, you know, because it, I could sit there all day and and just you know talk about my philosophy with fitness and you know yeah
1: what got so what got you into fitness so like
2: well what started the whole
1: fitness journey for you
2: it it's just a lot of it i was just self-taught you know i was self-taught i wanted to know more um and you know you you look at me i'm not gonna be on the cover of gq magazine oh come on i thought i thought
1: tomorrow was your day
2: you're not supposed to tell anybody man you just fucked it up i'm like geez okay this is over you know cut cut but no um so it's just like okay i want to try this i want to try that i want to dab into this i want to dab into that and it was just a little bit of everything and then um you know i i got to the point where i was competing in powerlifting, and i got up to about 308 310 pounds and i you know i ruptured my bicep at work and I met up. I went to a training course. I met up with uh, you know this this lady that was in the course, and she wanted stuff on programming. So I was like, "Hey, you scratch my back, I scratch yours." She was a nutritionist. So, was she, your wife
0: okay with that?
2: Well, it's my girlfriend, and oh, I, girlfriend. Yeah, and that's that's a totally that's a completely different story <laughs> with, with her because but your girlfriend
0: know that you have a wife, though. So.
2: Well. Unfortunately, <laughs> she doesn't know. She, but now she so, does because she's listening. Well, to this she's back,
1: she's but she's back in Holland though, so it's okay. Yeah,
2: she she's good. Well, the funny thing was so he, here's the thing is slightly off topic. No, my, no, anything's
0: my, fine. Go okay. ahead.
2: My girlfriend, I actually was her head coach when she was in high school, mm. and we bet. How
1: much? Wait, how much younger is your wife? Is your girlfriend than you? She's twelve years
2: younger than I am. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and we met up last February. I got this message on LinkedIn, and I very rarely. How look do you? At this re- stuff.
1: That is the weirdest way to reach so out. To I know, so I So
2: I, I get a look on LinkedIn, and I see the name. I was like, Hey, I know that lady, and so. I look at her profile and you know, she works for Fidelity and does something like this motherfucker's gonna try to sell me insurance. I don't wanna hear this crap. <laughs>
1: I'm like, right. no, I'm
2: I am not reading your message. So <laughs> I left it and then, you know, a, a couple days later I was like, Well, I got another message for some I'll read it. So I went and I read the message, it's like, Hey, how's it going? you know, and so I was like, Well, you know, yeah, you were you were pretty cool. I was like, Okay, let's, I, I'll s I will will see what people are doing. So <laughs> as we message back and forth, and you know, it's like, hey, how's it going? had not talked to you in a while. It's like, yeah, we're fine. So next thing you know, you know, here we are. You know, eight months later, and we've been dating. You know, and that's that's where the funny thing is. Is she's like, you know, I I always had a crush on you, uh, my senior year in high school. I was like, I didn't have a fucking clue. And I coached her little sister. Both her sisters too. And they're like, you didn't know. it's like, no, I had no clue. It's like. Well, she always flirted with you and she would always act like it's like, dude, I was like, I was there to win games. I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, I might have been just, you know, a loser coach, not looking at anything else. But, you know, not looking to go to jail. I, said, I was looking
1: for champions. Yeah, no, no. I, mean, like, I
2: feel like you, <laughs> back did then, this,
1: yeah.
2: you did this
0: the correct way. Because, yeah. like, this story went back, like, 20 years or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Turned.
1: <laughs> But yeah. I like I have I'm have to end heart this heart... podcast and <laughs> and contact the navy. Um...
2: Uh, no, that that you're gonna you have know, security
1: that's... forces show up at your door. Yeah.
2: But no, that was the funny thing. I was like, nah, I said I didn't have any clue this shit was going on and she's like, Oh yeah. So that's that's how I ended up meeting her. But you know, she she ended up she pretty much sees me now where I you know, I'm you know, about eighty pounds lighter than what I was before. Uh, but, you know, like I said, it's it's the whole thing with fitness for me. It's like always trying to do something different. You know, it's it's just whether I tell somebody just go freaking walk, go do curls, go do something. You know, it, it, there's no cookie cutter thing to it. You know, I, I know that the working, you know, in the, the realm with military personnel, everybody thinks, ooh, you know, you get to do all this tactical stuff. I'm like, uh, y'all need to quit playing Call of Duty. Y'all need to quit <laughs> watching shit on TV you young, do you tactical
1: push-ups at... right
2: yeah and tactical makes me... push-ups. yeah exactly and that's what i tell people that's why i run with a plate carrier is because it looks really cool yeah because they'll tactical see me running all... yeah they see me all tatted up on the neighborhood and they're thinking like that guy he's a navy seal i'm like yes i am you know I'm... <laughs> i don't know you know it's like no it's just the sick fun of pain but you know, that, that's what people think is like, oh, you know, tactical. No, it's, it's not like that. It's completely different. But, you know, like I said, that's, that's just how I got into it. It's just something different. It's experimenting. It's, it, it, it's fun. You know, it's fun because a lot of programs and stuff that I do, I do on myself first. And, you know, then I try to, you know, let other people, you know, work out on it. It's, you know, it, it, it it's hard to explain. It's just, you know, I, I, like I said, I've never been the GQ cover model, but uh, it, it, it's just fun. And, you know, when I saw this, you know, 22 pound, 22 mile challenge, I'm like, well, shit, I get out and I walk, you know, you know, my, my plate carrier fully loaded with my kit and everything on it. it's about 22 pounds. Ah, shit, yeah, I can do it. I, you know, pay this much, get a shirt. I'm like, fuck, it's going to a good cause. I'm like, you know, why not? So that's, that's just pretty much, you know, how I how I got on board with everything. I'm like, all right, you know, it's like good to go, because it's like the whole thing with with vigilant and humble. Um, that 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 was a funny story. Of that because I got a hat. I do have a hat over here on my shelf, and I saw that hat. It was I can't remember the name of the company. They they make tactical apparel and stuff, and they had a guy on the commercial. And he had a gator on and he had that hat on. I was like, dude, it's like that saying is fucking legit because I'm like, I I can't stand people that, you know, oh, I'm the smartest man alive. Brag
1: about everything like Rob does.
2: Yes. You know, and it, yeah, oh, I play hockey. Okay. I hear that every time he's online. I play hockey, eh? You know, good for you, buddy. You know, hey, way to go. I'm from Canada. Tell me what it's a boot, you know, and all that shit. But, you know, uh, I was like, you know, I, I kind of like that saying, I actually have that poster uh, in my room. I'm, I'm actually my office. It's on my front door, uh, vigilant and humble. And that's how I got that hat. That's how I, you know, I was like, I was like vigilant, humble, I was like I gotta find that hat, it's a badass hat. And so, I just like googled the saying, and it took me to there. and I'm like, okay, ordered the hat, like the poster, started doing the following thing, and then that's where you know the whole save our six came in. I was like, you know, good cause. I know, it's fun. I know, I, I he was a wee
1: baby, and I picked him up and helped him.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, he's, he still needs he still looks kind of frail, you know, even though he's <laughs> far away on the camera, but you know, again. For the for the twentieth time, for those people that haven't heard the podcast before, he plays hockey. Okay, he <laughs> plays hockey. If you didn't know that already, you know that now. <laughs> so he plays hockey. But anyway, that's enough. That's uh, enough about me for now. I think I don't know unless you guys want want me to spill some more stuff. But
1: we want every single detail.
2: About oh you. man, yeah. On <laughs> on a, on no, a good I mean... day. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, so going, we like to cover, as you know, like, we like to cover mental health and everything. Mm-hmm. So what, 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 what do you do on your? Everybody has bad days, so yeah. like, what do you do on your bad days? Like when you're having a bad day.
2: Oh man, you know I, I, I just tell people you know because it, it's it's the same thing that. You know, I, I think we're all, everybody deals with something, and, and mm-hmm. being, I think being a guy, being a man, being a male, um, makes it even harder for anybody dealing with that, whether it's oh, anxiety, yeah. whether, you know, no matter what it is, and I think, uh, you know, my, my biggest thing is, you know, in the middle of the day, I mean, if things are just shitty as hell at work, um, you know, I, I tell people, hey, uh, I'm going to go check my other facilities, and they know what that means. I grab my running shoes. I get in my truck. I drive out to the running track. And I thought you said you don't run. it, it turns into a very painful walk. Okay. <laughs> and you just, you were was feeling awesome, you just destroyed it. Thanks. Uh, but no, you know, I'll, 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 go, I'll go out there and and you know, I'll, I'll just do something to kind of, you know, get my mind off it. Whether it's just you know my workout in general, you know, or it's just getting out of the fucking building and you know going out there and you know doing that painful ass run because you know to me it's like you said, i said i i suck at running you know even mm-hmm. when i you know if i weighed a buck 50 you know it would take me three days to feel like I, I could run a mile you know so that was that that's the whole thing is i just you know that that helps me unwind it's just i just get away so, from anything. so you said
1: you're going to do the murph this year right
2: Uh, uh, I did that once. I did that once, and after that, I actually, I've done it. I did it every year except for last year, Uh, because uh, yeah, because I actually, uh, I got sick. I had I had surgery. My -hmm. appendix had ruptured, but my body had my body responded to it like three or four days later. So when I that does not sound fun. No, uh, I was actually out of work for three months. They took, you know, a portion, oh, a small piece what of my was... colon out. Oh geez. Uh, so t-
1: what's, what was the recovery like for that? Uh,
2: the recovery sucked. It it really sucked because it seemed like it was one thing after another. They took the, they went in and instead of waiting, a, you know, later to do the surgery, uh, they did the CT scan and it was automatically it's cut them open. We got to get it out because <laughs> yeah, was... emergency. Yeah and they they noticed that they thought my my colon was cancerous as well uh, so they mm-hmm. took a small piece they had to remove a piece of that as well but it turned out it was just the infection from the rupture that had just been going on for so many days uh, and then when i was getting cleared to go back to work they found a softball size abscess away from the surgical site and i had to walk around for two and a half months with an iv and a pick line running and a drain tube for that was another two and a half months before I was cleared to go back to work, uh, and get that. So that was the only year I did. It. I didn't do it. Um, and this past year I didn't, but previously the first time I did it full out, it was horrible. I'm not going to lie. If, if anybody it's not does supposed it,
1: to, it's not supposed to be easy.
2: Oh, dude, it's terrible. So, you know, me, me and some buddies, we actually did it last time, last few times. And we scaled it. We made it like a team thing, which, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know which we found was you know was pretty fun we got you know because out of all of us you know one guy's like he's a hell of a runner the other guy is decent with running me you know tanks don't run um so you know we sucked at that you know and then modified the pull-ups you know using bands and it and it, it that's why we liked it so much because it's like everybody brought something different to the table and mm. we just you know we we Came up with our own way of completing the Murph as a team and you know, that's that's why we liked it But you know me doing it by myself Yeah, I think uh, Next go around I would do it, you know, it'd probably be more like a three four month event for me because Yeah, it's gonna take it's gonna take me a long time
1: Well, and I'm sure there's on the Navy base. There's 50 million people out doing it like on Memorial Memorial Day weekend there's 50 million people out during that doing that murph especially on the navy base
2: well our the thing with our base is that we're we're a joint base and right. so you know we don't have and what surrounds us is a lot more i mean that that's probably one of the challenges we have running programs is our demographics i mean you you leave the base and once you pull out of the front gate i mean you're maybe with traffic you're maybe 10 15 minutes from downtown fort worth you Mm -hmm. know and there's you know there's freaking gyms all over the place. fort worth
1: has the like the biggest military population i think in the united states doesn't it
2: yeah it's all through here because you know not far from us down south is fort hood which you know if you ever go to fort hood it's like a freaking city of its own
1: yeah you know that
2: place is freaking gigantic um uh, but yeah you know it it's it's got a big population we got a lot our population is predominantly retirees that live around oh here, yeah you know yeah. but it's you know, veterans
1: that are either still going to you know or they work there or or hang yep. out at fort worth
2: oh yeah i get reminded of that all the time but but you know they're good yep. people it's but it, it's fun you know like i said it's it, it, it's it it's challenging to do what we have to do because you know like i said the demographics and everything around here but you know i think that's what you know i i hear people come in that are new to work and they like gripe about it but you know it's to me it's like okay well then you give me an idea on how we're going to fix it you know and they just stare at me i'm like no you know it, We're all complaining. Let's go out there. Let's try to fix it. Because we can sit there and gripe and complain about everything in the freaking world. But, you know, if we're not being proactive at our jobs, I mean, then people don't need to... Well, you can see that now. People don't need to work. You know, they need to go find something else to do. They need to go change career fields. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah.
1: Did you take care of Allie, Rob? Yeah.
2: Don't say her
0: name, though. Did you (laughs) take care (laughs) of
1: A-L-Y? Yeah, because
0: she can hear you. I have no headphones. Like this has been very awkward hosting this way. Um, but one thing I, I wanted to touch on, on the mental health aspect and it directly correlates to what I dealt with on Tuesday is, um, <clears throat> trying to think of a way to say this without outing someone, but something that we've discussed before, and I think it's important to remember for those of you who are struggling or going through something is step one is, you know, reaching out to someone, whether that is friends, family, loved ones, or professional help either way it's it's getting that started and then it's the commitment on you to getting better and it's really frustrating and hard for your family and friends to be in your corner and be supportive if you're reverting back to things or just trying to think of a way to like say this awesome
1: without no i know i know you mean um well like i told you earlier rob like you can give somebody all the tools that they need but if they're not using they're not using those tools to better themselves as a person like there's only so much you can do to help somebody Mm -hmm. without physically fucking taking them somewhere or doing something you know before you're like i i can't help you no more like there's no more i can do for you i've given you everything but you don't want to help yourself yeah. So basically like fucking sack up
0: and get it done. Like yeah. you know what I mean? I like
1: mean, um, Yeah. But also to that though, like also if you need help, ask for it. Like don't feel Well, like, yeah, that's, like, that's, that's yeah, the there's, there's a it. level. Yeah, there's a level where yeah, at, at at a point it's all up to you because there's only so much that you can do for somebody before it gets to that point but like Rob said, the most important thing you can do is ask for help, like ask for help and they'll help you to the best of their ability. But like at a point, it's up to you.
0: Yeah, definitely. That's one thing that this week has taught me and frustrated me with, because I think, you know, Jimmy even said it earlier. Or you said it, Austin, um, We all have our our things. We all have our bad days, and you know. Yet, the three of us are sitting here together on a Friday night, and we're we're discussing things, and you know, we're we're bringing our best self forward. But you know,
1: what's that? It says because we don't have lives, we just sit here and hang out.
0: Yeah, something like that. But either way,
1: like I don't know. Like
0: I I love when I turn on Save Our Sixes DMs and look at them and. You know see you in there freaking doing fucking heavy ass deadlift or when you're tagging us because you're dragging a fucking 90 pound sled by the way i mm-hmm. had no idea how much that sled weighed and now i, I know and it. i'm just like holy shit so it's it's just like you got to find those things and I, I think i think for a lot of people both both male and female you know, if you can find things to do that are fitness related, and it doesn't have to be dragging a sled, it doesn't have to be hockey, yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to be soccer, it doesn't have to be snowboarding. Just don't be a lazy piece of shit like Austin and Or Rob who just plays Madden till four AM. I mean that's occasionally. <laughs> I've cut back. <laughs> but no, no, I mean like just do something. And I think it's one of the reasons why I was interested in having you on, Jimmy, when you when you jokingly said that you wanted to come on, mm-hmm. I knew that you're you're a, you're an example guy. It's not even that you're a motivational guy; like you actually go and and do shit. And mm-hmm. I've seen it constantly on your page. So it's nice to have someone on who seems like, for the most part, you present yourself like you're you're doing what you can to help yourself and help others.
2: Right. And I mean, that's, you know, that's the thing. I mean, like the, one of the things that, you know, that got me out of coaching was, you know, I love the kids to death, but parents, man, parents,
1: parents that's are the like,
2: worst. Well, it's like, I used to tell my kids, like one of the things I said, I was so grateful for what my parents did to me when I was younger. And they're like, what's that? I go beat me. I'm like, you know, I'm like my, yeah, you my can't parents. do that.
1: You can't do that nowadays.
2: No, you, you can't. And you know, and just being who I am. I mean, my I just into coaching, into that. I I actually worked myself up into an anxiety attack one day and took myself to the hospital thinking I was having a heart attack. And uh, you know, ever since then, I you know, I had uh, I I got diagnosed with uh, general anxiety disorder. You know, and for the longest time, I, I mean. I was just like, dude, I, I have general anxiety disorder. And they're like, oh well, that's a, a realm of depression. And dude, I got—I'm I, I not gonna lie—I got kind of hung up on that. Where you're thinking like, oh, but I'm not depressed. I'm not depressed. I'm a guy. I'm a football coach. I do this. I—I I can't be yeah. depressed. And mm-hmm. you know, one of the things—I'm not gonna lie—you know—I didn't want to take medication. You know, oh, that's a sign of weakness. I'm a dude. You know. And what ended up happening is I started—I took it, and then when it finally got saturated enough into my system i'm like you know this career field isn't for me anymore <laughs> i'm i'm sitting here i'm i'm coaching you know i i i i my mom said i should have gotten into politics i so would be hell of a politician uh which i don't mind That's doing even but more stress i know but you know i can bullshit <laughs> with the best of them man uh, it just turned into where you know it's like who am i doing this for you know i was taking care of someone else's kids more than i was taking care of myself uh yeah you know if my focus wasn't on me i mean i was good lord i mean diet was awful i was dipping like you know three four cans of snuff a day you know i was figuring ways to sneak the dip into the classroom when i was teaching and you know and and, you know it, it, it was like it was like nonstop. i I had sleep apnea so bad where just like, it felt like I was never getting ready. And all this stuff where I got diagnosed with sleep apnea was all this occurred after I got out of coaching, you know, and I just stuck to it and, you know, fitness, you know, at times I know it's an overkill with with some of the stuff that I do, but it's like, I tell people there's, you gotta have a meaning to your madness you know mm-hmm. if you're just going out there like, well, you know, making myself throw up makes me feel good. Okay. That's an extreme in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not a professional. Not, not everybody <laughs> wants
1: to be David Goggins, okay. Yeah. And yeah, push that, yourself that, to the breaking limit. <laughs>
2: that's that's what I'm saying is, you know, it, my favorite saying is, you know, it's quality over quantity. And, <laughs> you know, so that's why, you know, fitness is just, you know, being active, going out and doing things and, you know, do I play Call of Duty? Yes, I play Call of Duty. Do I like to talk to people about shooting guns? Yes, I I like to shoot. These are hobbies. This is not the signs of a psychopath. These are fucking. <laughs> I hobbies. mean, you live in Texas. If
1: you don't, <laughs> if you don't own guns, then there's something wrong with you.
2: you yeah, exactly. Texas, you, know? you know, so you know, my level of fitness and me going out wanting to, to go to an outdoor range so I can wear my plate carrier and learn how to transition from a pistol to my ar yeah you know it doesn't make me a psycho it's you know hey (laughs) it's something i want to learn i want to protect my family i want to protect my home i'm sorry i want to do that but you know I, i just going back to to what you guys said you know i think we've all been part of that where you know we've gotten that help and or we found those people and we've just kind of it took us a while before we realized, Hey, they're only gonna be able to help us so much before we need to take over and do this shit ourselves, Mm -hmm. you know? And, you know, we're all guilty for it. And, but it's like I said, it's, it's one of the things that, you know, that in the realm of like tactical fitness, we've heard this a lot in the last few tactical strength and conditioning conferences. um, And I've always believed this is that, you know, these guys are coming out and they're talking about fitness. They're talking about, you know, getting these guys to work out. But one of the things that I've always felt, and now they're actually talking about it and they're admitting it is that the military is losing that, that actual camaraderie that used to be there. And what I mean by that is like, nobody's trying to get to know their people. Mm -hmm. You know, if you have 50 or 60 people in your command that you have to do PT with that you work with, you don't have to be their friend. You need to be their eyes and ears at times.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And you, you're not getting that. It's like, hey, why aren't you able to do these sit ups? Well, that's a stupid ass question. You know, <laughs> we, we you have you talked to this guy to find out what he or his, he or she does after work? Do they have any hobbies? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just my kid. It's just this. It's just that. And you know, I don't know if I'm beating around the bush with what I'm saying, but I just don't feel like people are personable anymore. It's like, right. Okay, they're seen as
1: it, they're seen as soldiers and not. People.
2: Yeah. You know, if I have to talk to you and motivate you because this is your job, then uh, you shouldn't be in the military. You know, there might be some validity behind that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, also on the flip side, what's going on outside of work? You know, and it's not saying, you know, you go have a command PT and say, hey, let's sit around the circle and sing Kumbaya and tell me all your problems. I can tell you on a daily basis when I work out at our gym, I can tell you who's cheating on who, whose baby mama is not their baby mama. who, Because these guys come to the gym and it's like freaking diarrhea of the mouth. It's a stress reliever they're talking to their buds, you know, and they're just blah, and they feel great. And it's just like when I ran the sports program, I was not very strict on the rules for these military guys because my thing was their day's over. I want them to come out here, have fun, play the sport. When they're done, smoke some cigarettes, down a couple beers, go home. Because if they go home to a wife and kid and I'm coming out here and I'm being a super strict asshole during the sports. And they just dealt with that with their CO. They're going to go home and home life's going to be shitty. Yeah. So I tried, I tried to create that buffer. I'm like, okay, shitty day at work. You come to my sports, win or lose. Hey, are you supposed to have a beer in a dugout? Nah, Jimmy don't see it. What Jimmy don't see doesn't happen. So the guy would sip a beer, you know, smoke a cigarette while he's out on the field. At the end, you know he shows up to, to the game all pissed off at the world. An hour later, he leaves, totally chilled, totally relaxed. Now he goes home, he'll be in a better mood, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what I try to do for him there. And, and, and you know, that's just what I'm saying is, it, is I just think it, it doesn't even take you two seconds just to check on somebody, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just think a lot of times, one of the hardest things is to communicate that because one, you know, it's god i don't know it it, there's that gray area where we feel that if we reach out to somebody are we taking too much advantage of them and if we you know and if we feel that what's going to happen is that that person is going to start to withdraw themselves even more um but you know it's like i said it it, it's different for everybody but i just think you know with what you guys are doing and you know some other people out there you know if people just speak up and let them know you know hey there's other ways of getting this information getting help use it and you know it's like you guys i've never met you guys in fucking person you know i'm looking at you through here i follow you out, you know on on you know the fucking interweb you know but to have a chat like this or to you know see something you guys post and you know don't have to put a little message, put the little fucking heart emoji and then DM you and say, hey, you know, we'll wait for you to come back when things are ready to go. No, I'm still here to support you. You know, shit like that goes a long way, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and that's why, you know, I, I I looked at it. I was like, hey, you know, these guys are doing, you know, it's, it's a good call. Nobody here is like beating the fuck out of their chest saying that they're better than somebody else.
1: I mean, you know? Rob and, might do that occasionally, but, you know. Well, because he plays hockey.
2: <laughs> but you know that's like i said i mean it, it I, I like what you guys do uh it, it just seems like everybody that you know that i see chimes in on there uh that has followed me and i followed them um you know no nobody has <laughs> nobody has or has claimed to have the the answer for world peace and that's what <laughs> i like you know everybody's open-minded you know, everybody is not ultra sensitive who I've run into, you know, and it's, you know, it's make your fucking peace and move on.
1: Yeah. What do you guys say, Rob? No, I, I agree with all
0: that. And, and for the most part, for, for us, like those social media pages have led us to, people that we actually care about and you know we get to eventually have them on the podcast and it's cool because we get to learn a little bit more about you and I feel like I feel like every episode is like a different tool or a different methodology towards a common solution of you know just like Bettering your lives, whether that's mm. mentally, physically, whatever it is, and it's interesting because everyone that comes on the cast like has their own their own take. Some of the stuff is repeated, but at the same time, some of the things are different than the way either Austin operates, the way I operate, um, the way Jimmy operates, and it's just it's really cool to be pretty much almost 80 episodes into this and uh you know we we always seem to have a different take or a different
1: person that comes on and brings like
0: quality Mm -hmm. to to our show so
1: yeah and like i said and we we like you know jimmy said we we try to do the whole quality over quantity you know because we don't want to yeah i mean there's sometimes where we just throw out an episode and be like well fuck, we just need content but we try to bring on people like you jimmy and mm-hmm. all of our other guys to actually have that we can bullshit with that we can you know tell a story with you know that we can mm-hmm. try to you know just have a good time with and that way we're not just bringing on random fucking people like we want good people on here yeah yeah,
0: yeah.
2: definitely yeah, totally
0: you want to get into some trending news
1: yeah i mean a lot happened a lot's happened this past. A lot's happened and... in six days. <laughs> yeah, and in, in trending news, a lot's happened. I mean, one of the biggest things was on. Uh, when, what when, when, when was that, Rob? Was that Tuesday? That was uh,
0: Monday night when I was at. Was it the... Monday, Monday night? Okay. So
1: Monday night,
0: I was communicating with you and Amanda because I was trying to win my uh, fantasy football championship, and oh. I have. Jason Allen, who's the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. And then I was also playing against Stefan Diggs and uh, the tight end for the Bills, Knox. And I turn on the game when I, when I get to my hotel room because I'm getting ready to snowboard the next morning and play hockey later that week. <laughs> um, anyways, the game's delayed. And it was because there was a Bills player that was severely hurt to the point where they had induced CPR on the field. They were working on him and it was Damar Hamlin. And I'm trying to figure out like what exactly happened. Cause I missed a gap of like two to three minutes of the yeah, football as game. As Cause I, I was checking into the hotel. So I call you and what I say?
1: You're like, I don't know what's going on, but there was the ambulance on the field, and I was like, "Well, that's probably not good." So I looked it up real fast, went to Twitter, found a video of exactly what happened, and sent it to Rob.
0: Yeah, and it was um, it was a uh, Damar Hamlin running in to make a tackle on a kickoff, and one of the Bengals players, uh, T. Higgins, mm-hmm. was coming down the field to create a block. Ended up doing a clean block, but pretty devastating hit on um, DeMar Hamlin. And I guess from now, what we know to this day, like it, yeah. it put his heart out of the r- rhythm, stopped his mm-hmm. heart, gave him a heart attack, and and he stopped breathing on the field.
1: Yeah, he he stood up and lost blood pressure, blood pressure, and then passed out.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And I mean, so that was crazy to see that all that happened. And I mean, at first they were talking about, Oh yeah, we'll just continue on with the game. Like, it'll be like five minutes or 30 minutes. Like he'll be fine. Like he'll shake it off and then turn into, we're not continuing. Like this game is not happening. Yeah. Like, and everybody was crying and like, it was super an emotional game. Mm-hmm. And then, and then come to find out was it, was it yes last night they put out the um the games officially canceled well, yeah guess. they officially
0: canceled it I think yesterday or this morning I mean yeah. I yeah it's it's been pretty crazy and then he's made a pretty miraculous comeback he's at the point now where yeah, well, he's he's
1: he's 20 what, 27 I think he was
0: I think he's like 24. I can look it up. Yeah, he's
1: young. But yeah, I mean, he's made a great comeback. He did a video chat with his teammates today, um, like saying thank you guys, like thank you for everything. Um, and then I heard one of the first things he, he, when he first woke up, he couldn't speak yet. 24. But yeah, but when he first woke up, he couldn't speak or anything yet. But he, he either wrote down or typed it out and asked if they won
2: yeah yeah win the
1: game that's that's all he cared about like the first thing he said or asked like did we win the game and they're like yeah you won because i mean they're not gonna you know they're not gonna tell him like no
0: no 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 the doctor said that you won yeah you won the game of life you're you're alive like Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah so like it was crazy because like his first thought like he didn't care like how he was his first thought was did we win like that's his whole life i mean this is only his second year in the nfl like mm-hmm. he's still a rookie so and it's were crazy you that, were you watching that game oh, yeah, I watching,
2: yeah, yeah i was yeah so it's, it's crazy yeah it, it it totally is i was just sitting there like dude i still think the nfl screwed the pooch and they're like you tell by the look at the players in the coaches' faces that it was a lot more going on than we could see. Oh, and yeah. Like, oh, we're coming back in five minutes, and I'm sitting. There, I'm like, why the fuck would you right. even think well, about? Well, because I, I mean, you know?
1: I mean, injuries happen all the time in football. Yeah. Like injuries happen every day, like every game. So th- their normal routine is to, okay, shake it off. He'll be back. Like he's gonna go sit on the bench, and we'll continue. Yeah. But yeah, that didn't
2: happen. Yeah, you know, it's not like they put an air cast on him, put it in there's like, no, they're fucking, you yeah, know, CPR jump, re jump starting his heart, and then that's that's you know that would fuck me up if I had to look at it. like, oh, let's go play in five minutes. Like, uh coach, go fuck yourself. That's not right? happening, you know. Like, yeah,
1: ooh. and then also um later that night, we found out that Ken Block passed away. Um, yeah, that was, was uh, a rally car cra- drive. Yeah, rally car driver and Hoonigan owner and co-founder of DC Shoes, mm-hmm. um and he was just out doing something he loved. I mean, he was out snowmobiling. He was going up a mountain and it flipped over on him. Like the snowmobile flipped over on him. And, I mean, he's done some in- intense things, and just to go out like that is crazy. Yep. Yeah. And it was. What were you gonna say?
0: It was even just wilder, like looking at like his, his Instagram page that day or whatever. Cause he had, he was joking around, he's putting stuff on his story and he was actually listening to uh, Travis Rice's podcast, uh, mm-hmm. famous snowboarder. And, you know, it's just crazy because I think what, what it circles back to and I'll let you guys comment on it, is um you have no idea if or when it can be over and how long we're actually on this earth. So it's just, it's crazy that it happened that
1: that fast
0: and like, not even as crazy as the things that he normally
1: does. Yeah. I mean, like, life is fragile. I mean, neither of them like expected that to happen. Um, mm-hmm. When, you know, when it did, they were just out doing their normal life. I mean, shit. And, and it happens like life ends i mean luckily demar hamlin's gonna make a you know hopefully well it's like a full recovery and you know he'll be back but like yeah life you never know what's gonna happen
2: yeah i mean that's you know that's it's like i mean that's like blows my mind with all that shit and it's, you know again it goes back to people like ah you know uh don't smoke don't drink don't do this don't do that i'm like Okay, don't breathe the fucking air. Right. Uh, make sure you don't wipe your ass crooked. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. make sure Make sure you only wiggle twice after you're done pissing. I mean. You know, it, it's yeah, like, it, know. It, it really doesn't matter. So that's why I'm like, you know, people say, oh, you could, my doctor told me, oh, you could do this. I'm like, nah, I like food. I like cookies. I like right. Cokes. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll remember that later. But since right. I'm not in the red, I'm good to go right now.
1: Yeah. And then, yeah, and then the other thing that happened um, was Jeremy Renner, a.k.a. Hawkeye, um, got put in the hospital because he was, he was his, one of his family members was driving his car, um, so he went to go get the snowcat to unblock because it was covered in snow, and he went to go, you know, dig him out and whatever, and then when he got out to check to see, the snowcat started moving again. Um, so he went to go get back in it to stop it, and that's the last anybody saw of him until it has until it hit the snow pl- until it hit the snowbank and stopped it. So and he so he got run over by a snowplow, uh, ended up in the ER and crazy. I mean, what's his status? He he's better. Um, he's up. He's he's had s- multiple surgeries. Um, he's. He's posted on Instagram. He's had video ch- video chats. Like he's doing a lot better. But like, mm. like I said, it's crazy because it all have all that happened all in like
0: week. the same like twelve hour period.
1: Yeah. So it's crazy that all three of those things happened right after another. And it just, like like we said, it just goes to show how fragile life is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and you can be you can be in the best shape of your life. You can be do everything right, but that don't, I mean, they don't, no. you know, God doesn't care, like, you know, like it, you know, shit happens every day that people don't know about. Yep. So, yeah, you can delete that if you want, Rob. That's what I was saying, too. <laughs> but, yeah, like I said, you know, life is crazy and fragile, and uh, you never know what, what's going to happen <clears throat> that day.
2: Yeah, that's, you know, that's what drives me nuts, man. It's just people... You know, people just bitching about some stupid shit all the time. Like, there's more important things in life to worry about. You know, that's that's like the whole. You know, I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just so sick and tired. You know, okay, Trump's not in office anymore. Can we please move on from January six? You know, can, can we? I mean, yeah. I, I I would like to I would like to fill up my truck that's at half a tank with yeah. usually what is thirty dollars instead of goddamn 60 almost 70 dollars when i'm at a half a tank Uh, i want to go buy some eggs you know those
1: the economy is ridiculous
2: i mean there's in my opinion i'm sorry for everything that happened over there but that dead horse is beaten it's gone it's not coming back you know let's to me i'm just like people start talking politics (laughs) and bitching about shit to me i just look at them like you know, does a shark fart in water? And they're like, what does that mean? I'm like, that's the mystery that I want to know. Does a uh-huh. shark fucking fart in water? That's all I want to know. And until uh-huh. then, don't bother pretty me sure do, any other show
0: Because they shit in the water.
2: Yeah, but do they fart, though? I, I've never... I'm
0: pretty I, sure, like...
2: I mean, on Shark Week, they never talk about it. Can't tell me I'm wrong. Can't tell me I'm wrong. I got discovered. I going to Google man. it. He's
1: going <laughs> to some random shit. <laughs> Rob's gonna Google does a shark fart in the water, and he's gonna see some weird pornos or something. <laughs> yeah, he probably
2: will. Probably will. It's probably a
1: euphemism for
2: something. Yeah, I know.
1: What do you find out there, Rob? If
0: you considered, if you consider farting to be a byproduct of digestion, in other words, gases expelled from the rear end, then most fish don't fart. However, the exceptions, two exceptions, shark and herring.
1: Oh, so sharks so sharks are the only ones that do fart in water? Sharks
0: and uh herring. Apparently, according to this according to Google. According to Master Divers blog of 2016. Why isn't there anything
1: newer yeah, than right?
0: that? Is,
2: because the answer to the question is, is a shark an animal or a mammal? It's a fish. It's a fish. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Did I mean, know? I
0: watch all the Shark Weeks too, and, and you're right. They've never talked about them farting.
2: And I just mentioned that because there's this old guy coach with, we, we were just. Things were going to shit one day, and he just looked at me in the press box. He goes, There's a shark fart in water?" And then just, I was like, "I don't fucking know." And <laughs> until this day, I just use that to have people look it up and confuse right. them, because it keeps us it away worked. from talking about it, keeps us talking about hockey. You know, it worked on right, Rob because yeah. you know he didn't know what else to talk about.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. Yeah, so. Well, we're going to close up this podcast and if there's, um, with some ATI is unless there's anything else that you want to talk about, Jimmy?
2: No, man. I just, you know, like I, I, <laughs> I, uh, appreciate y'all busting my balls for the joke I posted and have me on here, but I do appreciate it, uh, getting on here and, you know, like a shout out to YouTube and everything that you guys do and, and what y'all stand for. Um, I'm just, I'm just happy to participate and, you know do what i can and and chime in and you know just you know like you guys said the more people we can get on board with this no matter what type of issue you might be dealing with or think you're dealing with there's just Mm. you know maybe we can i can be a resource somebody i don't know you know i I mean i mean yeah i mean
1: like i said we do this you know for everybody that listens Uh, we've had plenty of people reach out saying that you know it helps them you know, and if we if we can just help one person with this podcast, it's worth it. I mean, so. Yeah.
2: Yep. But no, other than that, I appreciate y'all. Appreciate everything y'all do. And, uh, you know, I'm just out here living the dream, man.
1: Okay, man. Well, yeah. So we're, we'll close up this podcast with some fucked up questions. <laughs> um, uh, As like, we do fucked up questions at the end. We always like to end on a lighthearted note, some. Funny, fucked up questions. Everybody's smiling, laughing when we end. Cause yeah, this some is the episodes... part your parents don't want to
0: listen to, though. This is like yeah, like <laughs> said,
1: they're fucked up. So, like I said, we, we sometimes we get into some super serious, you know, topics. So we always like to end it on a lighthearted note. So, are you ready, Rob? Yeah, let's. I'll
0: get it. The first one. Okay. Would you rather dive into a pool of semen or blood? You're up, Jimmy. What do you got?
2: Well, I'm going to have to go with blood. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and why is that?
2: Because... You already
0: hang out with a bunch of semen. You should be a professional at this.
2: Yeah, but see, I don't... I see what they are, and I just know that I'm such a bad... You know, hey, Bravo Alpha Mike Foxtrot is... is bamf badass motherfucker, right? So... I think me coming out of a pool of blood looking like me, dude, that, that'd be fucking spot on. Okay. That, so
1: make sure we recorded for a movie or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
2: exactly. you um, got, but,
1: awesome. um, I think, I think blood, I mean, nobody wants to dive, dive into a full pool of semen. That just does not let I mean, you. There might woman, be some people out there. And I mean, it doesn't if matter you're re- if you're really into, into that, I mean but And we
0: we we're dealing with a professional handler of semen, so Yeah, like, yeah. he doesn't even wanna dive into it. <clears clears throat> He's so gloves. much
1: semen in his life, you know that...
2: I wear gloves. So it's all, all right, what's <laughs> the next one?
1: Okay. Would you rather be the plus one in a couple's threesome? or have a threesome with your significant other and bring in the third person. We got Jimmy.
2: Dude, that's a tough one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're either the third wheel or you have to bring in the third wheel.
2: Uh, you know what? I'm I'm definitely going to have to bring in the third wheel because I do not want sloppy seconds. I want to make Is
1: sure it going to be I'm... a seaman?
2: It's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be definitely multiple semen, yes,
1: <laughs> okay, what about you, Rob? I don't know how
0: to answer this one without getting in trouble with Amanda um
1: I, uh, I didn't think about that, but yeah, way to go, dickhead. Uh, um just answer it truthfully yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess
0: the best way to do this is. I would have to have her bring the person
1: because
0: if it's the other way, yeah, it's not going to go yeah, well. Yeah.
1: if well. You bring home another chick? Like, yeah, All
2: I know they, is when, I when, when, my, when my girlfriend sees how I answer, either answer, she's, she's going to be pissed, so it doesn't matter. I'll <laughs> fuck either way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess you are kinda <laughs>
0: fucked either way.
2: Yeah, it, it doesn't matter so yeah oh well. Thanks, no guys. <laughs> well,
1: hopefully Amanda's got
0: good taste and there we
1: go okay what about you if even if it's a dude she brings home
0: yeah that ain't gonna
1: work <laughs> Repeat. Make another one I mean on if I'm being honest I'd probably be someone else's plus one I think it'd be more entertaining to, like, just show up into someone else's? Yeah, I think it'd be more fun and inter- I mean, as long as they're not, like, super fucking weird or something, <laughs> or, like, gross and have, like, STDs <laughs> or some shit, like, it might be interesting. You never know.
0: Yeah. All right. Next one. Next one. Would you rather have sex while blindfolded or handcuffed?
2: Both. Maybe-
1: you can only pick one, Jimmy.
2: Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> can I have a split personality no. and say both? Yeah. Uh, okay. Then uh, it's probably going to be blindfolded.
1: Okay. Well, Rob well, has we- to answer first, and then I'll mute you. Uh, would
0: you rather have sex blindfolded or handcuffed? Blindfolded, 100%. It can't be
1: handcuffed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. Let's see. I think, yeah, I think I'll go blindfolded, too. Uh, I want to be able to be able to use my hands. <laughs> so, and if you're blindfolded, maybe your other senses get heightened. So maybe it'll make it better. You know, you lose one sense and your other senses get heightened. You well, it's supposed to. gonna make it better. Yeah. So, okay. Next one. Would you rather have the worst sex of your life once a week or the best sex of your life once a month?
2: I'll go with the once a month.
1: And you're going to the best sex of your life once a month? Yep. yep okay. Probably. What's wrong with yeah. over there? I mean,
0: that's, that's what I would want to. I would rather have quality over quantity <laughs> as. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Yeah. Would
1: you rather <laughs> <about> you? run? <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't go. I wasn't go once a month too. I mean, so okay. What's the last one, Rob?
0: Ah, uh, this I know the answer. To this. Um, <laughs> would you rather give? Oh wait, I read this wrong. <laughs> Would you rather? Never mind. I don't know the answer to this. Would you rather give the
1: first ninety
0: nine percent of a blowjob or the last one
1: percent? What you picking, Jimmy? Are you getting? Are you getting the load of semen or no?
2: Ah, dude, I'm going with the no. No, I'm, <laughs> no. Nope. nope. he's
1: like, I'm doing nope. the first ninety nine percent.
2: No pun intended, but that's a hard. Pass
1: on, pass on the end yeah, yeah. no no what about <laughs> you, like, you i put a enough semen at work i don't want i don't want anymore
2: <laughs> yeah i don't need it anymore That's... okay yeah I, I think i'm gonna <laughs> go the
1: first 99 percent, and they can finish it on their own
0: yeah you know what's funny when i read this i thought it was about like receiving a <laughs> job and i i was thinking like you know what, like, i trying not to, like, describe my sex life too much here, but... Uh, I already know all um, about it, Rob. It's okay. I think,
1: like... <laughs> I'm trying
0: to think, like, how to say this.
1: Is. How are does blowjobs? That's what we really want Incredible.
0: to know. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we really want to know, Allie, Allie's saving me with the... Uh, with the the toys here in the background, um, answer the question, Rob. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the first part because hmm. yeah, I can't take a load. <laughs> yeah, I can't take the load to the face. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, that that's what I'm
1: doing. Maybe if you're having a threesome, you can switch off for the last one percent. All right, well we
0: gotta wrap this thing up or you gotta <laughs> close this out. Okay. Well you um, close it. Stick well, around for a minute though, Jimmy. Yeah, don't go mute, nowhere. Mute me and uh and like do the usual outgo. You just
1: close this out. Just close this out, hurry up, get done.
0: Rate, subscribe, share the episode. We gotta start saying that at the beginning of the episode, by the way. I was thinking about that. Um, please rate, please subscribe, please share this episode. And we're excited because we're about ready to have a new listener and
2: and uh holland <laughs>